Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Michael Tucker with the Real Estate Success Strategies Podcast. And today, I'm very excited because we're going to be talking about should you be using a general contractor or should you subcontract all your work out yourself? And this topic came from actually our last event we just did last week uh, during the first flip challenge. Now, if you weren't there, it was an amazing event. We were showing people how they can do their first flip, even when they have no experience, no money, no time, and they're working a full-time job. So if you were in that event, thank you so much. It was amazing. We had a great time. I know there was 50 or 60 people in there that were consuming all the ideas that were thrown around and all the, the talks we were doing. And we had some great guests on as well. We had Michael McDonald, David and Katie Marie Hughes. Uh, Kimberly Marie and Austin Rutherford in that. So if you were part of that challenge, thank you so much for being engaged in that. Thank you for signing up. It was an awesome event. But one last thing I wanted to talk about was you can actually buy those uh, event recordings. So if you missed it and you want to learn how to get your first flip done, just go to firstflipchallenge.com, sign up, and then you'll figure out how to get the recordings. Once you sign up there on that page, it'll take you to a confirmation page. And at the confirmation page, it'll give you an option to buy those recordings. So if you'd like to do that, just go on in, firstflipchallenge.com. But today, guys, we're going to be talking a little bit about, hey, what kind of contractor should you be using for your flips? And I think this one really varies by person. So whenever I'm talking about this today, you're going to be uh, giving a, a very wide answer. And that's because it's all going to vary on what your goal is and what your current situation is, right? So to give you a little context during the first flip challenge, somebody asked a great question. They said, Michael, I work a nine to five job. What should I do? Should I use a general contractor or should I subcontract all the work out to different um, specialists? So if you're brand new and you have no clue what the difference is, I'm going to break that down for you. A general contractor pretty much will control and take care of the whole job. They'll do multiple projects um, and multiple items on the house you're flipping. For example, they'll go in and they'll do the roof. They'll do the flooring. They'll do, they'll paint. They'll do the drywall work. They'll pretty much do everything in that project. Versus when you subcontract out is you're finding people to do each individual job. So you'll find a painter to paint. You'll go out and find the best rooper, right? You'll go out there and uh, find the best drywaller. So a general contractor, usually they'll, you know, they'll take care of the whole job and do the whole project for you. Um, and they may even subcontract some of the work out, but they do that so you don't have to go out and find um, five or six different people to do work. They just take care of it themselves. I hope that makes sense. So a, a general contractor there, just a generalist, they can they can do pretty much everything. Um, and if they can't, they'll find somebody who does versus you subcontracting out the work themselves yourself is you actually have to find the people who are good at the jobs. So you'll actually have to find the people who are good at, like I said, painting, people that can lay flooring. And there's pros and cons to both. People are asked, you know, and this person that was asking during the challenge is like, hey, what should I be doing, right? What's most efficient? So there's pros and cons to each. One, the pros of each are this. G hiring a general contractor, one, sometimes it can be a little easier, right? So you don't have to be worrying about all these different people, you know, a painter, a, you know, somebody that lays the flooring, a roofer. A general contractor, you know, they'll take care of most of that for you. So they'll go in and do several of your items on your list 
and that saves you time, right? So you're you're not having to manage those people and try to find it. But on the other side, the pros of subcontracting all the work out for yourself, you know, for your project is that a lot of times you can get it done cheaper, right? So you can find guys that are great painters and they may, you know, they just are at a cheaper price. So you'll subcontract the work out to them. And so really the pros of, you know, a general contractor is that they'll do a lot of the work and, and they'll subcontract the work out for you. But if you subcontract the workout yourself, you may save a little money. So you got you save time on one spectrum, and then you save money on the other side. So it's really, like I said, it's going to vary on your situation and the project. But this is what I would recommend doing. If you are working a full-time job, if you're out there and you are, you know, limited on the time and energy you can put into a project, I would suggest you find a general contractor that can do most of the work and that can subcontract the work out themselves. So a general contractor, uh, it's different than a property manager, or not a property, I'm sorry, (laughs) a project manager. Because somebody asked and said, well, what's the difference between a project manager and a general contractor? Well, a project manager, I know this is a little off topic, but a project manager is someone who will manage the whole flip the whole project, make sure it gets from point A to point B versus your general contractor. They're not going to know what to do. You know, if a problem arises, they're not going to know what you want, you know, numbers wise. So a project manager knows more of the the budget side of things and is there to help you get from point A to point B. We'll talk about project managers later on, but a general contractor can save you a lot of time. And you know what? You know what I do right now? I subcontract all the work out myself because I have the time. I am not working a full-time job right now. I, this real estate's kind of my gig. So because I have that extra energy and time to put into it, I'll go and find you know people that are specialists in their craft, specialists in their area. And then a lot of times I can get that done cheaper, right? Because I know I have connections with people and I can go find those people and vet each one. So, um, you know, if... If you are right now working a full-time job, if you don't have the most time in the world, or actually if you're investing maybe uh, remotely, you're investing in another state, I would suggest you find a good general contracting crew because, that's, like I said, it's going to save you time and you can't be there on the project if you're investing remotely. So you're going to want one guy that's over most of the project, right? One guy that's in there making sure all the work's getting done. But if you do have a job, maybe you work part-time and you have some time and you want to make a little bit of extra money on your flips, I would suggest subcontracting it out, right? Finding the best people, the the most reliable, but also the most budget-friendly people out there to do your jobs. So that's my take on whether or not you should use a general contractor versus subcontracting the work out. If I were you right now, I would ask myself, hey, what is my current situation? Am I able to put time in to this project to subcontract all the work out? Really think about it. What's going to be most efficient for me? And maybe you're at the point right now where you're doing one or two flips at a time. You know, is hiring a general contractor going to make me more scalable? Is it going to help my business um, get to a place where it's more scalable, right? Because if you're subcontracting all the work out yourself and you're doing four or five flips at a time, it's going to be hard juggling and managing all those people, right? It's going to be hard um, trying to figure out, hey, when does the painter need to be at house one? And when does the floor people need to be at house five? Whenever, you know, a general contractor can do most of the work on those houses for you and you don't have to worry about 
30 different people, right? 30 different jobs going on at once. Um, when you could just have a general contractor who has their own crew. And that's something else. General contractors, a lot of times, they have their own crews that can do most of the work. So that's one main difference is subcontracting it out to a specialist. They're only one or two people, right? They're only their small, small team versus a general contracting team. Most of the time they have more hands on deck to get the job done. So sometimes they can get the job done faster and sometimes they can, um, you know, just have more people on site. So that's one thing managing wise, you know, if you're going to be scaling up your business, it may be worth hiring a general contractor. But like I said, it just depends on your scenario, your personality, and what you're good at and what you're not good at. Because some of us, we may be good at managing people, right? We may be good at managing projects. And some of us, we would say, hey, that's our weak point. So obviously, we want to double down on our strengths. And we want to delegate our weaknesses. So you need to evaluate that for yourself, right? Say, okay, what what's going to be best for me? Because I don't want you to go in there and start you know, subcontracting it all out and start scaling up so big that you can't handle it. Right. But, you know, I think it's really good. Subcontracting out the work is really good when you're first starting out because you get to see, you know, who's good in the area, right? You get to network with people, you get to, um, you know, meet all sorts of kinds of, um, people that are specialists in their craft and you get to kind of dive in and do a lot of the managing yourself. So I, you know, I'm not against that. You know, if you're getting brand new, you start in the game, you know, I suggest you do that because, you know, it can help you learn and help you build those connections in the front end. But um, you're like, well, Michael, how do I find, you know, one of these people? How do I find a good contractor? How do I find a good, you know, people that are specialists in their craft? You know, we talked about this in the first flip challenge if you were there, but I would recommend that you ask for referrals, ask your friends, ask other um, you know, investors who they use to work on their houses. And they're going to tell you who's good and they're going to tell you who's bad, right? Because whenever people have a bad experience, they're going to tell you, hey, don't use that person ever again. And when they have a great experience, they're going to tell you and be like, man, you have to use this person, right? So ask your friends, ask investors, just get referrals from people to try and um, build those lists of contractors for your team, right? Because obviously, if you're working a nine to five, you want to have as many resources on your team as possible. So that's what I would do with that, right? You know, to, that's one way you can find um, contractors is through referrals. There's real estate investment uh, groups. You can go like Rio groups. You can join those, and there's a lot of contractors in those groups. And like I said, who are in real estate investor groups? Investors. So that's where you're going to find those connections and ask them for referrals. Um, but a lot of times, contracting teams will be members of those groups. Uh, you can join your local chamber of commerce or just like go on your chamber of commerce website. A lot of times people who are reputable and have money, you know, and they're, you know, they're well-established, they're on their um, city or county's chamber of commerce. So I would look them up. Now, I would still vet them if you're on, you know, looking on the chamber of commerce website. I would still vet them because just because they bought a membership to the chamber of commerce doesn't mean they're a great business, right? So, but obviously... Um, they're, you know, they're serious if they're going out there and marketing themselves, if they're out there, um, you know, on the commerce website. So I would definitely consider that. And, uh, maybe you're just, you know, driving down the road and you see a, 
you know, a house that's being renovated, right? I would swing in and I would even ask those people, right, that are that are renovating. Just you always want to be on the lookout, right? And so I think that's what's cool about real estate is once you start learning the processes, once you start learning about, you know, how to build a team and how to evaluate deals and stuff and how to find houses, your eyes are opened up, you know, you're more aware of what's going on. So, you know, next time you're driving down the road, maybe you're in your neighborhood and you see a you know, a, a contracting truck or something like that, you know, out in somebody's driveway, just pull in, grab the number, give them a call, tell them, you know, you live down the street, things like that. Um, you know, there's many ways you guys can go out there and find, you know, find contractors, right? And you're like, well, how do I vet them? You know, I can find them, but how do I actually know if they're reputable or not? Like I said, referrals and ask for references. Don't be afraid to ask these contractors, hey, what work have you done in the past? Can you send me pictures, Right. And so they're going to send you a bunch of pictures and then even ask for names. Say, hey, do you have a name and number I, I can call of somebody that you've worked, worked for in the past? And they're going to either say yes or no. If they do, call the people up. Ask them, say, hey, how did so-and-so do on the job they did? They said that you, uh, he said they did flooring for you. How'd the flooring turn out? And they're going to say, well, it went pretty good. Or no, it wasn't. He took slow. He, he took longer than he actually did, you know. And here's a key for you, a key tip. If you have notes, write this down. A lot of times when people send you pictures, you know, these contractors send you pictures of the house they're renovating, pay attention to what kind of houses they're renovating, right? Because the caliber of houses they're renovating could help you determine what kind of work they do, right? Somebody who sends you a picture and it's flooring in a small like house that has paneling and it just looks outdated, right? I'm not saying that, you know, they're not good and they're not, they're just working in those smaller homes. So, you know, if you want people that are more high caliber, you're going to see in their pictures that, you know, they're working in bigger homes. They're probably well known because, uh, you know, they're working in homes that are, you know, of higher value. So um, obviously uh, that's not a deciding factor, whether they're working in homes that are, you know, I guess lower class versus a higher valued home, but that's always kind of tells you like, Hey, this is the type of work they're doing. So, uh, like I said, there's many ways to vet referencing, um, referrals, ask, asking them, look them up on Facebook, look up their reviews on Google. You know, if they're a reputable business, if they've done work, you should be able to look them up online and see reviews, um, and get other people's opinions. So, and a lot of times you'll go on there and see what you need to see in order to make a decision, right? You may see a couple bad reviews and, um, obviously you want to go with your gut. You want to go with whatever you feel like is best. Because you do have the education, you do have the knowledge you need to make wise decisions. It's just using your gut and your intuition to make those decisions. So guys, listen, that's a little bit about what I wanted to talk today about today. Should you, you know, use a general contractor or subcontract to work out? You know, I depend, and this is something I didn't uh, mention at the very beginning, but, you know, obviously if you have more room in your budget, you know, it may be worth going for a general contractor, Right. But if your budget's, you know, kind of tight, you know, you may want to try to save money as, you know, everywhere you can and, you know, subcontract the work out. So really it just depends, like I said, but I hope this kind of helps give you a gauge of what that looks like and, you know, what you need to do um, to get your first flip or your next flip and to make it more um, easy and make the process more scalable. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, this year, we've done, I think, like 30 or 30 plus episodes. It's been amazing. 
And uh, we've had a lot of guests on, and I would love for you guys to continue hearing these and continue to uh, tune into these episodes as the year um, goes on and we start a new chapter in 2021. So if you guys would like, leave us a review, hit the subscribe button, let us know you like what we're actually putting out by just leaving a little comment below. Um, leaving a review actually helps us. Subscribing actually helps us climb the charts. And so we can reach more people and help more people through the Real Estate Success Strategies podcast. So guys, stay tuned. We have some big podcast interviews coming up and I can't wait for you guys to be able to listen to those and watch those here on the Real Estate Success Strategies podcast. So until next time, guys, God bless and we'll see you very soon.